Have you ever thought about that while you're away, your home could be an Airbnb? I did. I actually bought two homes in Albuquerque that I Airbnb'd, and it was just an amazing investment, honestly, because, you know, as you are accruing value in your property, you are also making money on the Airbnbs. It's amazing. So your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. It's an award-winning tequila. It's infused with real juice, with real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. It's real. So you need like two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. Hey, um, you know how I'm always trying to keep my house parties exciting? New cocktails? <laughs> do you? Yeah. Okay, well, here's something that's going to flip the script. Okay. All right. 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Yeah. yeah. Tell me more about this, right. Oliver Hudson. Yeah, 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila that's infused with juice from real fruits. You only need two to three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. Wait a minute. I think I know what brand you're talking about. You know why? Yeah. Because 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend. It's female founded. That's right. See? Sounds See like how I know? Something I can get behind. I know. Well, there's a good story behind that for sure. Listen, if you love tequila... You have to try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hi, I'm Kate Hudson. And my name is Oliver Hudson. We wanted to do something that highlighted our relationship. And what it's like to be siblings. We are a sibling rivalry. No, no. Sibling rivalry. Don't do that with your mouth. <laughs> sibling rivalry. That's good. Hi. Hey. Ollie, you got a little heat this week. You got a little... <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, you were being so funny and clearly, you know, taking the piss and having fun. Yeah. And people just take it. They love it with everything going on in the world. I personally don't care, but it's just, you know, Dr. D, who's I've known for 15 or more years. I've played golf with him, you know, long before I even knew what the hell he did. And so... That was not fun because he, the whole he, world knows that Doctor Diamond's one of the best in the world. So anybody yeah. who heard it knows you're kidding. I don't know, but it. I feel like it's the first time you've ever had a moment like that where they've taken something and it's become like um, an yeah. actual story. It's like the first time you've had that kind of experience, which was fun. It's just funny that it. Oh yeah, it yeah, was yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It was that. Oh, I know. Well, I, I uh, you know, when I wake up before I go to bed, I'm always like scrolling through Apple News, you know, like a zombie. And it's always crazy shit, some news and then some stupid shit all the time, you know, and that clickbait. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my God, it's my face. And it's page six. Like, 
<laughs> I, I've never seen that. I've never been on that feed. <laughs> and it's and it's a picture of me, and the quote is like, you, you know, Oliver Hudson fucked up his whole life or something with, <laughs> with, with some Botox oh, news. They love, they love a negative spin. They love a negative <clears throat> spin. Oh, I know. Well, anything... Anything to We're get a good. click. This is just- a good platform for me, though, I'm realizing, because I can just say a bunch of crazy shit, and it can get picked up, and I can become <laughs> more popular. <laughs> Please don't. Please it's, don't. It, it, um, it's good. It's good for me. Each podcast, I'm going to throw something in You know, what? You know what you could do is you could start doing a lot of, like, male treatments to your face mm. and do a whole YouTube show now, mm-hmm. and... Look, you're always looking for, you know, to to keep mm-hmm. your kids in private school. I feel like yeah. I feel like this is an opening for you to do treatments and be open about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I bet you anything it would be hilarious and every man would watch it. <laughs> oh, yeah, but but then the outcome is after the first season I look like Wayne Newton. And then and then it's <laughs> 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 the, oh, Wayne Newton looks great. Oh, uh, what? Uh, here comes here goes my next headline. Oliver Hudson <laughs> says Wayne Newton looks crazy. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go on record, then then we'll let it die. That Jason Diamond is the greatest Botox filler person I've ever known. I've only well, known you one. You haven't gotten filler. I, I meant like whatever else he does. I don't know. Meaning. Like the face stuff and the lasers and all that. And he's a great golfer. And he's a great friend of mine. And and I publicly apologize to him and for any weird messages that he has gotten. Um, well, it's snowing here. I'm it's still snowing. in Colorado. I have uh, five more days left, and I'm totally depressed. But it. Uh, yeah, I was golfing yesterday, and it is snowing like crazy. There's probably Aww. about eight inches on the ground right now. I'm so um, jealous. Yeah, I use my wiener as a measuring stick. So, yeah, it's about eight <laughs> inches. <laughs> You're um, such an idiot. I know. I, but it's, I, it's, I, I just want it's, everybody to know that that humor has been his humor since he was like 11. Mm-hmm. Just hasn't ever changed. <laughs> um, and you uh, wish it was eight inches. <laughs> um, so, I do. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's amazing. It's so awesome. Oh, mm. I love it. I'm excited for you to come home, though, because we're doing like a family COVID mm-hmm. pod haunted yeah. house. I'm excited to to have this Halloween. And, you know, it's funny that... The kids are as well. I would think, or I would have thought that they would have been sort of upset about a non-Halloween, but they're more pumped than they've been any Halloween. That we're all doing this together, that you've created this crazy haunted house. Apparently, I have to work that night, according to Danny. We're all working. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to work. (laughs) (laughs) uh, It's like you... Mom. <laughs> mom's mom's got a job? Yeah. She's going to be the host and oh, enter okay. in. Either that or she's going to give the kids candy when they come out of the haunted house. Okay. 
But what we did, what Danny has been doing, first of all, it's like it was like a great idea until it wasn't a great idea because he doesn't leave. He'll go in the haunted house and he's there all day. Mm-hmm. And he, ha- I don't know. I mean, he does not come out. <laughs> the other day it was like, literally eight hours i finally called him i'm like babe and and when i when i when i called him he was behind you know we we rented these steel racks and these black theater curtains that are creating the maze inside of the house and i called to facetime and i hadn't seen it and he has set up an entire sound system in the center of the maze and speakers and he was testing all of the haunted sounds and all of the, mm-hmm. and he's like on it with all of these different, different, he's like creating, he's like DJing the haunted house. Wow. I, and I came over with like a glass of wine kind of, he's like, come check it out. And I came over and I was walking and he did the jump scare and I literally like, like out of a movie screamed yeah. and my wine just went. Everywhere, <laughs> it's it's pretty pro. I, I'm was, really impressed. This with is Danny. what this is what I did. Do you remember when I was a kid with Nick Huntington and John? We it's all we did was make haunted houses. Halloween was it for us, not for the trick or treating, but for the creation of haunted house with blood and latex and, and costumes. So this is sort of a throwback. To, to our childhood. This it's is how not we really used my favorite it. because, like, gory, I, I I just hate it. Like, I love it. It's fun, and I I can see how excited all the kids are. And is uh, is Gwyneth gonna be there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that at that. <laughs> um, so I'm about to start work. Tomorrow is my first day on Truth Be Told. I am shooting for six months with Octavia Spencer. I cannot wait. I have so many lines to learn. I I forgot what it is to be an actor. I just, Mm. I'm sitting here like talking to myself in a mirror, trying to remember how to memorize lines. I know. Uh, Do you have any, do you have any memorized? No. Mm-mm. Zero. I have a couple, but I can't tell them. I can't. Well, do just them. Say, just say one line. It's so out of context that it, it won't matter. I can't. I am contractually obligated to not say anything. <laughs> That's crazy. I You're can like, just say that I can. Like, just do you have say, any more wine? <laughs> I can't even say if that's a line or if it's not a line of mine. You know, and you know how it is with shows. And especially this, it's like, you know, truth be told, the whole show is about her podcast and her podcast is her getting into the story, the, the, right. It, it, com- it comes to life or whatever. Well, she takes on stories that she feels have been unjustly either solved or someone is serving a sentence that has been wrongfully convicted um, of convicted. They stole my idea. I had this idea years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Isn't it funny when you go in? There's a couple things lately. Not, not, not that you did this. You said this to like us. You didn't go in and pitch this idea to anybody. No, they just stole it from my my mind. But I have one show that I went and told a friend of mine, and then 
like called me a couple of years later and was like, Hey, I'm directing this thing. And I'm wondering if you don't want to do it. And he pitched it to me and I'm like, you mean my idea? <laughs> wow. You just pitched me back my idea. Oh God. I, I have one that's happening currently right now with a very good, <laughs> with a very good friend. And I just had to let it go because I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. There's no reason to get all huffy puffy and upset about it. But I had a- an idea and said it, and all of a sudden, I find out that it's been sold. No. And yeah, and it, I'll tell you, I'll tell you off air. <laughs> but it was. Uh, but this was, brings up a really good subject. Now that we're talking about this, because I sometimes think that a lot of people, when they feel wronged or they feel like it was their idea or that they should have gotten credit for something that they get, they harbor their anger. And my question to you is, in a moment like that, are you really upset with that person or do you take responsibility for not following through on your idea? Well, okay, this is a good question because in this specific situation i have i went to my agents and and told and and told them the idea i had met with a couple of writers that didn't really uh, work out cuz the, the vision wasn't there or whatever right um my friends were here and this person sort of told me actually this person's significant other told me that this was what was happening and i was like that was my idea. I remember specifically talking with this person about this idea. The title is the same name no. as, my, as my title. And I at first I held it in and I made jokes, but I was inside. I was like, what the fuck? Um, and then I got angrier and then I confronted this person, you know, not in an angry way, but just saying, hey, look, you know, I mean – it's, this is what it is. I don't know what else to say. And this person said, well, I remember that conversation, but, you know, it was both of us, you know, who sort of blah, 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 and came up with this and did that. And and then eventually I was like, you know what, whatever, it's, it's fine. I mean, if this thing even gets made, it's a long shot for that to even happen anyway. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Stop. Mm-hmm. Collaborate and listen. <laughs> Ice back with a brand new invention. Something. Guys, I'll hold a minute. Um, what? Uh, no, listen. Yeah. Did this person not even say, I would love for you to come on? I feel bad because I no. do remember this conversation and I feel like you should get some credit for this. No, no. This person Nothing. didn't do that. No. This is bullshit. Would you ever tell this person another idea of yours ever again? <laughs> Probably not. I, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's not that big of a deal because the idea itself isn't personal in a way. Do you think that you have a tendency to perceive that you come up with ideas that you're not actually coming up with? Probably. It's probably not my idea. (laughs) Maybe in other cases, I don't know. But this was not that. I really do think this happens a lot. I feel like there's more people that will listen to this and go, oh my God, I've definitely had this happen to me more than once in my life. Whether it be with a family member or in a work environment, you know? Mm -hmm. And I actually think it's healthier 
when you can just let dogs dead what is it let let dead dogs lie is that yeah. the thing i think it's dogs I'm is not it, sure what animal, but I mean, no, I think is, is you're, it let dead dogs lie or is it let let dogs lie? No, sleeping there dogs you go. lie. Yeah, let it's not dead. Sleeping dogs lie. <laughs> Thanks, Al. Yeah, it's not dead dogs. <laughs> See, I do this all the time. I never get it right. Um, let sleeping dogs lie. I right. really believe that. Just you gotta just walk away and mm-hmm. learn your lessons. Um, it and 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 it actually makes you feel better. Yeah, I. Be- uh, it's it's to attach yourself to some of these things, you know, and let it eat you up. It's not worth it. Now, if it's something that is really personal to you, and you feel that you have been betrayed, then it's a different story. But if this is sort of a misunderstanding, or a he said he said, or a she said he said, she said she said, whatever it is. It's just like, okay, whatever. It's not that big of a fucking deal. It's a long life. I'm going to have many more ideas. This isn't the one that's going to sort of, that was pulling at my heartstrings. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if, if it was an idea about like a, a, a young son who was abandoned by his father and then he went to the Hoffman process to learn about his dad, you know, only to come home and realize that he needed to live with his father to gain the 12 years that he had lost and write an album with him and complete his father's album that he's been trying to write for the last 10 years. You know. What the fuck are you talking about? Just an idea I had. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's also happened where you do do something and then your friend actually just kind of does the same thing. Right? Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, it's like you buy a great pair of boots and next thing you know, you go out and you see your best friend in the same pair of boots and you're like, why didn't you tell me that you were wearing well, my boots? Okay, wait, stop collaborating. Or that Listen you bought the same boots. Okay, so okay. But, but, but wait, hold on. I, I, this is this is stuff know, people but, get weird about. No, I know, but I, I want to stop collaborating. Listen, just for two seconds, because is, is that a real thing? Like, do, do women, girls, do they actually... You know, if your friend bought the same boot, if Sarah Foster bought the same boot and didn't say anything, would you be like, what are you doing, babe? Like, why wouldn't you tell me? I mean, is that with clothes specifically? Is that a real it thing? Depends. Or bags? Okay. I think that there's some girls who are really weird about it and some who don't give a shit. I mean, it goes anyway. But it can where are you, be a Where thing. are you at it, with this? It depends on how often someone's doing it. Like, you know... I've had situations with people where it's gotten so weird that I I remember a friend of mine, it got so weird. It got a little like, you know, the single white female movie. Yeah. Remember that movie? I, oh, yeah, it was yeah, sort yeah. of like that. It was like, I went shopping with her. I bought a, a pair of like a whole outfit. I bought these jeans and so I, I was wearing these shoes and a, a t-shirt. It was real simple, but it was like specific. And then the hat, I bought this beanie and it was a full, cute, kind of casual look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and literally the next day, the next afternoon, she came over wearing not only exactly the same outfit, she went to the same store and bought everything I had bought. And mm. she walked in and I was like, 
this is weird. Like, you know, that's a little weird, right? Mm -hmm. Because you could have just bought it with me. You could have just said, oh my God, that's so cute. Like, I'll get that. I want that beanie. Is that what, can I get the beanie? I'd be like, no, I don't care. Like, mm -hmm. I want the same outfit. And I'd be like, great, mm -hmm. I don't give a shit. Get it. Let's walk mm -hmm. out of here like twins. What was weird about it was that she didn't say anything. She left, went back to the place the next day and bought the same outfit and showed up as if I wouldn't know that that's what I bought. It, it was just weird. It was kind of creepy. Is a this is a great episode because we're talking about all these people and not using their names. And so <laughs> they're gonna know who they are. Oh well, yeah. Be like, my, I know if, that was if me. My, you know, totally. If my person listen, even listens to our podcast, I don't even know, but they will. They'll for sure know. I mean, they'll for sure know. Like, how did, it, how would you feel about it? Like, you're sitting there in your crazy tie dye outfit, right? Like, what if you were facetiming, you know, Jesse? Yeah, and and then like. <laughs> Literally the next day, he's wearing the same crazy outfit. Yeah, I, okay. I don't care and does about it seem, that no, at no, all. No, no, hold on, hold on. But it happens right. more than once, right? It's like, and then, uh, and then he's wearing like, you know, the same like right. weird crazy glasses that you wear like from your uh, your crazy bike, my biking. Your, yeah, and you're like on his way to Warner Brothers. Mm -hmm. He's like wearing his, you know, Oakley, whatever those <laughs> things are. And I and, would think something's wrong with him. Right. But would you acknowledge it? Yes. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, not even a question. I, I bought these. But would you think it was weird? No. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't understand because this is not Jesse's style at all. Like, for me, that would be the That's weird what part. I, mean. I know. Yeah, yeah. That would be the <laughs> weird part. That's what I'm part. saying. So, yes, I'm upset that I have to leave Colorado, but I am very excited to get back to my Helix mattress. It's been too long. I miss you, my Helix, and I will be seeing you very, very shortly. What I love about Helix is the quiz component. You can take your quiz. It's like two minutes and, you know, tell them how you sleep. They ask you all these questions and they they, they pop out what they they recommend as the best mattress for you. I took the quiz, and I was matched with my Lux Midnight. It has been awarded number one best overall mattress pick of 2019 and 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. So go to helixsleep.com slash sibling. Take the two-minute sleep quiz. They'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. There's a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it for 100 nights risk-free. And they'll even pick it up free if you don't love it but you will. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. That's helixsleep.com slash sibling for up to $200 off. But to pivot, um, here we are. We're days away from this election. I know. Season. It's been crazy. so crazy. So crazy. It's the only time in my life I've ever really cared about, uh, honestly, like really cared about wanting a different president. Mm -hmm. I've learned more in this past two years about politics than I think I've ever known. I find that to be the silver lining in this. I gr totally agree with you. Couldn't and agree more. And it, it makes me long for all the other presidents that I never really gave a shit about. 
I know. You know what I'm reading right now? I'm reading the Abraham Lincoln biography. And it's amazing. It's gotten me, it's inspired me to really learn about U.S. history. It's like, I know what I learned in school, but I really didn't. You know, if I'm I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm some (laughs) poli-sci slash American history expert. But it's been a fascinating, fascinating four years. I usually don't like to get political... Um, I, I say that because we come from a family at large. I mean, all over the board. And I'm saying like the, in the Fujikawas or the Hans or the Russells and, you know, cousins and aunts and uncles that we are across the board all over the place. All over. There's no one party that is represented as our whole family. So, you know, we've always kind of been, I don't know. I feel like that kind of pushed us away from wanting to be political. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's you know, true. Like, it's it's true. And I also think personally, and I think you can relate to this, is I am not political, meaning I am not left. I am not right. I am not up or down. I I don't know how that's even a possibility. I right. I feel so many different things and believe in so many different things that I can't just pick one. I know people say pick a side, but for me that I that that doesn't jive. I can't pick a side. I, I think I, that I, people who who grew up in like a very diverse political family, big family group. I think that's pretty common because well, you do, you kind of look at it. It's like, all right, I, I, if I, if I am socially liberal, why does it mean that I have to agree with everything right. that is going on inside of the, it, just because I have a lot of things that lean more left doesn't mean that you're some socialist bleeding liberal. Just because you might believe in things that are more far right doesn't mean you're a totally. pro-life, you know. It, right, like right, You can right. have different ideas about things. Yeah, I you mean, know, I could want lower taxes and also be pro-choice. You know what I mean? Like, right. I can feel both of those things. I just asked the question for me, what does that mean for political parties moving forward? that I think so many people are kind of thinking all over the outside of the box now. I do believe in the healthy debate. I love the debate. We used to do debates in the house, me and Boston. Oh, do you remember yeah. this? And we were, I mean, we were young, we were in high school and we would have yeah. to debate the issue even if it wasn't what we believed in, which I thought was That's really fun, fun yeah. and interesting. Yeah. Got you to understand the other side and, and actually really kind of strengthens your beliefs and things more when you can really... Well- you also, in preparation sides. for a debate like that, you're educating yourself on a side that you might not know all of the answers to, or you think you have an idea of what it might be to be like pro-gun. And then you'd get deeper into it and you're like, oh, wow. And you, you learn, you know, and I think that's the point. And that's the silver lining of all of this, of these last four years is the education that the American people have been have been given. They've been teaching themselves, I hope. You know, the voter turnout is gnarly right now. It's exciting that so many people are voting and Mm -hmm. people are realizing, really, I think the one thing we do know now, at least I I feel, is how important our vote is. And Mm -hmm. that voting on all the little things. Prosecutors, your DAs, your sheriffs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure, of course. I mean, that's fucking massive. You know, you talking about Trump, which we've never talked about Trump really or gotten political. I think it's important to sort of say that this is not about 
being a Democrat or a Republican, being liberal or conservative. Yeah, this is no. about character. This is about a human being who I am in agreement with you, who I just don't think is a good person. Yeah, and that you know, is when, it for me. Character matters more than policy for me personally. I'm not saying it should for everyone. I just don't think he's a good human being. And that's enough for me to say, you know what? Peace. Please. I just can't deal with it anymore. The whole thing is like a circus. It's so crazy <laughs> to me. Like, I, I just want a stopgap. For me, Joe Biden is a stopgap. It's like, okay, let's just take a fucking breather for a second. All right, good. All right, here we go. Let's let's yeah. we got, let's let, no, let's go. Let, let's let's ramp this shit back up. You know, just getting out. It's more philosophical than this this guy. Okay, change is real. It's constantly happening. You can never rely on old tactics. Old antiquated ideas are a house of cards. If you're not thinking, if you're not a forward thinker, if you're not mm -hmm. thinking outside of the box. Relying on old habits will always get you into trouble, mm -hmm. especially if things are moving fast in front of you. Mm -hmm. And and this idea of like, you know, even his slogan alone, it doesn't even make sense to me because America, again, it's all about how we move forward. It, Mm -hmm. it's a it's a moving train and you got to get on it and you got to be able to look around and have a full 360 view of everything that's around you moving mm -hmm. forward not backwards so i just no no i i i get it i wish that more republicans would speak out about this especially when i'm reading about abraham lincoln right now it's so amazing when you when you read about this is just me being interested and uh, not a, a Lincoln historian <laughs> by <laughs> any means. Um, but what I loved hearing about him was how he created his cabinet and how important it was to him to have diversity of party. And he, it was very, I mean, he, he took dem top Democrat minds and top Republican minds and he created a very reliable cabinet. It is inspiring to hear about a leader who people really went, this, I, not only do I look up to this man, I love him, I do anything for him. And the way that he gave them the confidence to know that he, he relied on them um, for what was in the best interest of everyone. I mean, he was truly a great leader. And so when you start talking about party po party stuff, politics and Republican Democrat, you're like, this is about the leader. We're all going to have different ideas and we're all going to have to figure out how to come together and create the best for all of us. Um, yeah. Well, it's all a power anyway. grab now. Everyone's trying to stay in power. You know, it doesn't matter what they believe anymore. Integrity goes out the window. It's just about getting reelected. And if that means towing the Donald Trump line... They will, even though they're going home and they're getting in the shower and they're probably crying in their hands or they're probably saying to their wives or husbands, holy shit. Yeah, this is crazy. You know, you, there, there's yeah. probably so much of that behind closed doors um, that it's, it's just it's, it's insane. You know, I mean, I, that, that's the part that's so annoying. This isn't what the forefathers were, were thinking of. We we really are like there you're not going to get a hateful thing from us if you feel differently than we do about things like that's just not how we grew up it's not who we are but isn't it 
aren't you just sick of all of the like repeated political stuff? Yeah, it's there's everyone's everyone has just retreated to their corners. The the ultra liberal, you know, and then the 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 far right. Those are the loudest voices, and that's all we hear. Okay, their middle is just seemed to have disappeared. But the middle needs to come back together. That's what yeah. Has we to need happen. to start talking about all of this. Yeah, and go, yeah, yeah. I mean, how about just a healthy dialogue? <laughs> well, look, like Ugh. everything in life, right? You gotta have the provocateurs to stir shit up. Yeah, you gotta have those people. The thing is, is, is are the provocateurs the ones to rely on? Are they the ones who are going to be the people who can mediate? And what happens is what what happens is and what we're seeing, and then we'll go because the Dodger game is on. But what oh, we're seeing yes. is how about that game, that last game? Oh my god, that game was just so sick. Oh, that oh. Hurt, my, hurt my soul last night. It was so crazy. It was yeah. This by the way, this was uh, Saturday's game. Yeah, but Ollie, was- I just want to say one thing before we go that this is one yeah. of the reasons why I love our podcast is that we have. All these conversations with people who grew up in so many different ways and with parents who believe in so many different things and we get to talk about this stuff without having to get heavy or hate each other, that it could mm-hmm. be funny and we, ha- we come at it with a sense of humor and that I really, really believe and I hope that people hear this and feel good about this is that is that it's okay yes okay so someone's opinion might really get to you and piss you off but it doesn't mean they're a bad person because everybody's mm-hmm. intention if their intention is to try to make the world a better place in some way and is and includes every human being as and 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 their ideals and ideology is about being compassionate towards all human beings then everybody's intent is good and that to me is what you have to look at, even if mm-hmm. you disagree, is that the intent mm-hmm. is in the right place. And mm-hmm. then go go vote Biden and and let's ha- let's have <laughs> 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 and then you know we can uh, you know debate about it next time. Actually, you know what'd be fun <laughs> is to actually have I'd love to talk to a family of siblings that are super divided politically. That's and, a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. Anybody out there write in. Maybe we could do a couple different siblings that have very, very different political beliefs in the house. Yeah, I like that. All right. Well, um, listen, I love right. you. Um, love you too. And I'll text uh, you during the game. Cool. Peace out. Okay. Peace. Sibling Revelry is executive produced by Kate Hudson and Oliver Hudson. Producer is Allison Bresnik. Music by Mark Hudson, a.k.a. Uncle Mark. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.